0: This train will be. It's up to you, New York! York. Swirl on and hit her there! City Center! Set back, away back! Yeah. She is gone! New York! Hey!
1: I'm yeah. with yeah. I have to go! I have to go! I have to go! you for riding with MTA New York City. This is... One hundred and sixty first street, Yankee Stadium. Hello and welcome to another edition of one sixty first street. Much better vibe going into this episode than last time. Last time we were a little bit like ready to pull out the stool. Wasn't fun. Really bad time after a big sweep, but you know, almost almost got a sweep of our own. I don't know. The Little Against the Dodgers series. Now we're recording this episode. In the top of the ninth against the Dodgers, got a little antsy one to get record on this episode. We got a lot to talk about. We got judge being scorching hot, which is what everybody needs. I need that in my life. And we got like us telling you this guy wasn't falling like I told you before, which it's not. I don't know. I might be predicting the future. take my bets going forward. We got the nicknames, we got jerseys, we got keeping belly in check, other things like fires outside LA Stadium, Domingo Sunday going to be coming, every, a lot of other things coming back. Regardless, big mood change, big mood. What do you got for me, Murph?
0: Yeah, I mean, Oakland was Oakland was what it was. It was kind of shitty for us. We needed one, I guess, where you're going to lose a few, it happens. But coming back off that and starting to kind of knock around the Dodgers a little bit like we did definitely was a huge confidence boost compared to how we were feeling on uh, Thursday.
1: Yeah, we kind of needed to make a little statement here. I think we're doing that right now. I mean, knocking around the so called best team in the league. I mean we're doing I mean they are they are, they were the best team in the league going into this and I can admit that too. The Dodgers. The Dodgers being I, yes, I,
0: I, they're still probably the best team in the league. Does that, if not the Yankees. Does the that Astros. does
1: that put us into the conversation right now? Does that well, this think, series I think, alone?
0: I think the conversation is Yankees, Dodgers and Astros. There's no not really a debate. Like so those do you think, the three best teams. Do
1: you think this series puts us up <laughs> above them? Does this catapult us there?
0: Uh no I don't I don't think so. Not yet because if if we swept them in this series handily, like if, if it was, you know, ten to one all the games or something like that. Yeah, but it it's been closer. It's really nice for us to see to, you know, be able to say that, hey, we can we can beat the Dodgers handily with their best pitchers. But I don't know if we're necessarily better than them because we beat them two out of three. Maybe. I mean, it's I, I think it's
1: definitely a good direct test against them, is it not? I mean, we've, oh, we're yeah, also I mean, doing they, it against their they, number. I w- mean, it
0: could very easily be a World Series preview, and if the first three games of the World Series go two to one in our favor, love that.
1: I mean, you gotta like those odds. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we're also doing it against their best players too, like their best pitchers. That is, we we wow. fate, we still we opened it up against Ryu, did we not? I mean, he had a 1-6-4, <laughs> ERA. We opened it up, and you know what's crazy. Yeah. Since we put up what was it seven on them, we put up seven it's on Ryu. Seven on Ryu. That yeah. move. Did you know how much that moved his ERA for the entire season? That one start, point five, which is a fuckload. That's a lot. He went over two ERA because of that start alone.
0: Well, I mean that happens when your ERA is as low as it is. As I mean,
1: yeah, as impressive as it is, but so I like mean, if,
0: if Hap gives up seven, it's I mean not that's go. yeah, that's, that's
1: <laughs> a little bit of a different story. But for a guy that's been so successful against teams this year. And then we face him one time and immediately, make like, that's a quarter of his ERA we just Not raised. Right. It's up 25% more. That's crazy.
0: I think the best part of this series that I think is the biggest takeaway is that, regardless, we gave up two runs to the Dodgers on Friday night, two runs last night, and so far one run tonight. And we're here in the ninth inning and the missiles warming up in the bowl. <laughs> so let's say if all goes well, that's five runs in three games to one of the best offenses of the league. And then on the other hand, we go and we tee off on Ryu, Ryu, who's one of the best pitchers in the league. And, you know, we put up seven on him. We didn't really score too much last night. But even tonight, we put up five with Kershaw. Like, it, it's it's the kind of things you want to see in a series.
1: It's definitely because I mean, we're, kind of, we're definitely playing up to the competition. Like, a lot of people were worried, like, the difference in level of competition, like, going from the athletics series to this series, like, how if we can't. If we can't beat the Athletics, then how are we going to do against the Dodgers? Especially how scorching hot they've been. The, the game before going against us, they hit a walk off. Like they were, you're coming in with a lot of momentum, and we were coming in with exactly the opposite. I think it's a lot. I mean,
0: it's just baseball.
1: It's just baseball, Susan. <laughs> I like, that's just yeah. something. That's just like uh, it's awesome though because I mean, this, every we, I mean, me personally also thought. I mean, a little part of me thought the sky was falling. Like it, it definitely yeah. wasn't feeling good as like as like upbeat as I have the fall
0: was a little jump though
1: yeah no and I, and I was on the front lines of that trying to say it wasn't falling you know there's all the silver linings and stuff but at the same time like a little part of me was like obviously not happy with that like no one could be happy with giving up 3 to a team like i mean the athletics are a good team too and we are going to go out and play them again after the seattle series at home yep. which is also big too and i and i want that, to kick that'll be a test i want to kick the shit out of them that series i mean I too. think that'd be pretty nice. When you say <laughs> when yeah, you say I, so.
0: I, I mean, yeah, I'd agree. Uh I think we should talk about though just the, with the players weekend and everything and while we're still looking at them with the game on the jerseys that the Yankees wore are just so fucking cool.
1: I really like it. I really You know why I really like it? It's because there's no renditions that we ever see. Like we see in MLB the show like we we go like to the to the throwback unis, like it also says like yeah, 1953, have, and we, we we make a joke about it, and it's literally the exact same jersey except like a different patch on, on the arm. So seeing something else like this is so awesome to see, especially all black. I, w-
0: I wasn't that when I saw the jerseys before this weekend when they you know released them. I wasn't that excited about them just seeing the jersey, because they they could have looked cool, all right. But seeing the full uniform with the black pants, the black hat, the black jersey, under the lights in LA like that kind of in thing. In such a and then high LAs leverage went, game like LAs that. LA's in the white which didn't look nearly as good so we just looked, I still like those We looked though. like villains. We did look into, and like it, like that's like, exactly awesome. Yeah
1: and that's exactly like so the, cool. the stigma and like the like everything Take surrounding it. it. It was so cool to watch because we have that vibe of being like the evil empire mm-hmm. and everyone saying it's back cool. and us coming into LA and also proving that we are fucking good. That mm-hmm. we can beat the best team in the league and Compete with them in a World Series. Like if we went to, the, we could have just as easily gone to this series and gotten our ass kicked.
0: Oh yeah, and and that that could have been the thing because when you were saying the sky is falling, the sky is the falling. the sky might you, be falling. No, you jumped we, it. I'm saying if we if we got swept in this series and we went on the West Coast road trip and went 0-6, I mean, I imagine the if, morale. I mean, like mathematically, we're not that much worse off after that. But it's, exactly. the, it's, the, it's the confidence the morale. And once you go in into September, this is where it's kind of the burner, especially with how we're going with the Astros for the home field, is it's going to matter a lot. When we hopefully play them in the ALCS, yeah, that's going to matter. So and that's
1: much. what I was saying too, because we still had going into the series, we still had a lead of a game over the Astros mm-hmm. for the home field, and that's the epitome of success this season. Like, yeah, I, well, you actually also would want best record in the league, is then in the World Series, well, that, you get home field as well. Oh yeah, which is which is why you can make the argument that this series also matters a lot, because our record head to head against the Dodgers is helpful, because yeah. we do yeah, get that home that field. So, that is that everyone, a lot of people were saying, like, oh, it doesn't really matter as much. It is, we do obviously want to win, but it also does matter for seeding as well. Mm -hmm. Because ideally, we'd like to get to the World Series. And ideally, if we get there, we'd like the best advantage we got because it's very hard to go into LA and win. Yeah. Just as it it is for us.
0: And it makes it easier to keep up with and more fun because we ran away with the division. There's like the division's gone yeah we were talking about that last time it's not it's not open we still have something to like we're rooting against the astros right now the same way we would root against the red sox when we're in a division push with them yeah for the home field
1: and it's hard to play well if you have no like nothing like a fire lit under you like no competition you know like if you don't have a race it's it's very easy to just get into that dog days of summer mindset and just keep losing like no there's no pressure to win you know so like it's good to find that, I mean, it's not very hard to find the, the other competitions like against the Astros and against the, the Dodgers and just being able to test yourself against other elite competition. Like, I think it's real I mean, I think that's a good, like we we almost don't have to look to the Dodgers to like compare ourselves to them and not yet because they're on the opposite side of the league and whatever. But I feel like we do. Yeah. If it's, if it's just, everyone's saying this is a World Series preview, if we don't look to them and we don't compare ourselves to them, like what are we really doing?
0: Yeah, I mean the thing is, it it was it's so cool for the MLB how this worked out because it's LA and New York. It's what it's what everyone wants to see in the (laughs) World Series. Come on, Houston's great, but you want to see LA versus New York, especially this year. And that's and then then they get to and then they get to go out there on Players Weekend when they have almost the same record. The Dodgers are winning the NL. NL West and the Yankees are winning the AL East, and they go in. They wear these sick uniforms, and they put on a pretty good series, an entertaining series, close series, yeah. except for Game One, and it, it just all came together really well. And they looked; it just looked so cool visually. I'm looking at uh, Chapman right now in the ninth, and he looks so cool in the black jersey.
1: Yeah, I mean Chapman especially. Just the, he he's like almost the the headliner for this villain like aspect of the team. Like him giving that stare after he hopefully yeah. closes this one out, that's going to be something to see. Like, that, it's just a cool feeling. I, I think we should just wear these jerseys. These should be our, like, World Series <laughs> unis. <laughs> imagine we, <laughs> imagine we have these as alternates. That'd be oh, dope. I wish.
0: Like, I, I mean, been, we're never going to see the day where the Yankees ever have an alternate.
1: No, and, and, and that's probably a good thing. And, yeah, and the boss is probably turning over in his grave. Just like, yeah. are you really <laughs> going to change? Your, why are you doing this? This is not the Yankees. Like, but, like, so it, good it's too. so cool to look at for us as younger fans
0: awesome I'm, yeah I'm a big fan. but while we're going on the uh on the uh uniforms the dodgers all white Kiké hernandez <laughs> he looked like fucking shit oh my god dude he he dumped two like it, it looks like he dumped a shampoo bottle's worth of pine tar on his helmet and it looked absolutely ridiculous
1: it looked so stupid and that's why i put it on on the story after like to, or the the post game little, little uh clip that I made and he, <laughs> he looked so stupid. I mean, not only did he have so much pine tar on his bat, yeah. but he also fucking painted the Sistine Chapel on the on the front of his helmet. It almost yeah. looked like it was one of those two-tone colorway helmets, but it just looked so stupid. Even Michael K was fucking with him. He's yeah. like yeah. He's like that is unnecessary.
0: Well, it's <laughs> like, just it's just one of those things because they wear a dark blue helmet, yeah, and you can tell that Usually, the L.A. Yeah. is a little off. So you can tell that he has in his helmet because his L.A. is tinted all the time. But on a blue helmet, you can't really tell. But then when you put the look at he's right sport. there. Yeah, he's not. He's not death <laughs> now. He it. still has that much. He's still doing it. Too. Nobody told him. <laughs> and, Yeah, he just it's it looks so it looks ridiculous.
1: It's the stupidest thing in the world. I mean, I hope he gets up right now. He is getting up, he's no, up yeah, right he's now. Up. He looks so fucking stupid, and, and, and no one else is putting anything on it. Nah, it's it, so nah. dumb. <laughs> With well, that being said i uh, with the, some of the nicknames i think that's like some of them are bad nicknames some of them are i mean i don't really even see any good nicknames that i personally like
0: no i liked i liked them uh a couple of them but the the one that i thought i didn't get at first was uh the judge the b a g i didn't know what that yeah, i didn't I, know that, that it, Matt b j judge it's, or b a j sorry and i didn't get that i don't know why they change the nicknames like why is <laughs> Gary why, <laughs> why is gary not Oh Gary, why? Is well, he I cracking? mean, the nicknames were like,
1: all the nicknames were also that that doesn't make sense for what I'm about to say. The nicknames were put out before the season started, oh, so anything know. like like um, Le Machine would be on there, but yeah. it was before the season started, so he was like the big fundy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that makes what, sense what for is him. that big fundamentals. Should, That's, it's gotta be right? uh, imagine on the background. It was our nickname for him, just Joe Random, because <laughs> he looks. I don't know if anybody looks like, yeah. for those of you who don't know who haven't heard us talk about it before, but what we call we play him will the show a lot, and he is resembles the default player and it'll be the show he's you start out with number 55 and he's just the most boring default player that you start out with in a creative player and that is dj Lemayhu. he's literally and they name him joe random so and that is the definition of dj le
0: i love looking through the lineups because when the yankees released their lineups they did it with the nicknames and so i'll just read the one from uh actually i I think it's one from yesterday but it was you know, Big Fundy, uh, Big Aaron Judge, Sir MGJ, or MJG, went through all all the nicknames, and then it's just Gardner. <laughs> he's <laughs> such an asshole for that, yeah. too. <laughs> Not even Gardy. Like, Gardy, that's, like, the nickname. Like, if, if anybody no, has just a nickname being a dick that we intentionally. I, never, I never call him Gardner. I always call him Gardy. So, he just has a nickname there that's just easy and whatever, and he's just such an average person. Like oh, no, he's just doing it on purpose. Wants, you know, I know. That's he, what I'm saying.
1: He want he loves being having that persona of like the hardo general, yeah. like like I'm the I'm the older one on the team, he's but been, he's also the most immature on the
0: team too. He definitely so, shaved his head when he was like nine.
1: Yeah, he no, he, he loves longer. trying to be like that drill sergeant type player. Like we, when we go to the games and we see him in the outfield, and he just he just we yell his name and whatever, he doesn't respond to it, he's at work. Like we always talk about, but like he just sometimes will just stare at us like an asshole. <laughs> like, and he doesn't give us any. I mean, one time he did throw the ball to Kev's friend and he just muff, muffed it in the outfield. But, I mean, overall, he just loves being that asshole. He loves I like it, though. I like it, too. And I, I, I that's what we were saying, too. I mean, I feel like it would be really easy to hate him. If like, I, I can understand why a lot of people who aren't Yankees fans don't like him. Like, Matt doesn't like him. Like they just think
0: he's the biggest well, did, hardo did, in the did, world. Did you really like Big Poppy or Manny Ramirez? Not that he's compared to them, but like, well, they those, weren't like, like that. I don't like I don't like Benintendi. Like just just people that. But that's not the, the reason that, I'm know, talking the, about. The people that resemble their teams—not resemble, but like—that just coming to the persona of their team, you usually don't like. Like I hated Johnny Damon. I hate Benintendi because they're just they're just Red Sox. Pedroia. I hate Pedroia because he's a Red Sox. No Red Sox fan is gonna look at Gardner and say they like him.
1: Yeah, like I mean, Sandy Lee,
0: it mean, it doesn't matter how good they are. Like, San, like or, uh, I'm not, I didn't mean Sandy Leonard. Uh, Vasquez, <laughs> like, I'll, I just hate every Red Sox catcher because they all have the same, like, beard persona of the. Yeah, why is just that? just don't like that. Why is that's it just. Do,
1: how, do they they do love mediocre catchers that look like shit and just look like
0: <laughs> yeah, like but,
1: ginger leprechauns. <laughs> like, all, they all, that, that's like the checklist. You have to check that box, and if not, you don't start.
0: They they've had the same position types like the whole time. Every second baseman's looked like Brock Holt the whole way through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for Strader, I guess. But. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I don't know. If you wouldn't like the people that you associate the most with that team, you don't like. Unless yeah, I, they're, I, unless I they're just, a generational talent like Ortiz, I guess, or like a Judge, or maybe yeah. Where that's, and, if like, that and if they consistently and if they consistently
1: like like beat you all the time, you don't really you, you can't like them. And I mean, I was just saying the whole general aspect of him being like an asshole. Like he would be very easy. To, he's like a Brian McCann type player. Like he's that old hardo. Like he's like the opposite of let the kids play. Like just all that type of shit. But he at the same side of the coin, he is that asshole who's banging his bat. Yeah. And that's actually so oh, funny. I love that. I love when he does that. The let Brett bang shit.
0: <laughs> they just showed. Uh, oh my God, Brucey from. Uh Longest Yard, at the at the game, sitting behind <laughs> the plate. They? Oh, I forget his name, the actor. But, yeah, he was Brucey from Longest Yard, and he's wearing all the Yankee stuff. And uh, he's got a jersey on and, like, a hat. Like a oh, Yankees I see him, hat. I see him, the he, fedora. He gets, yeah, he's got a fedora. <laughs> and he was just going crazy. That was really funny. I just caught a glimpse of him.
1: So, regardless, this, this whole series as a whole, I think it, it's a very good indication of like it would have been really, really. It's it, oh, we just won, by the way. Brucey's going wild. <laughs> Brucey's <laughs> Bruce losing nominated. his mind. <laughs> oh, he's
0: got a Thurman Munson jersey on too. That's, That's so tough. cool, Oh, <laughs> he's loving it. So I mean, what this
1: this series is a whole. Now that we took two out of the three, and we we do it against one of the best teams in the league. One Chapman just did his little stare down. Brucey was going wild, and I think this just is another great thing about this series. I don't know if we mentioned it before, but it's just we have this feeling of this team. Like before, maybe, and I made this argument to Kevin. Last episode, I was saying, like, m- arguably, maybe the Yankees were looking past the Athletics because they knew this series was underway. I don't know if that's, that's... a good point. I don't know. And and Kev was saying it might not be true. I might be just fucking saying that. But I think it, has, it carries a little bit of weight because, I mean, that series is way more important, arguably, than this series. Not even arguably. It is. I mean, everyone was looking more towards this series than anything, right? I mean,
0: this was a bigger... The Dodgers series is definitely a bigger series just in terms of – It just carried more weight.
1: It just carried more weight. And I'm saying arguably they were looking past it and it just didn't really – you were, like, overlooking the other series. And, I mean, clearly they weren't really into it. But now this team gives us a sense of, like, being able to step up in that moment and in the big big spotlight. And it it gives me that, like, sense of confidence for this team when they get into the playoffs and they – they have that team has it they have the it factor that like they're not gonna just like crumble in the spot like they they will if need be no matter what they are doing going into it they got it like they 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 understand the situation
0: this is the biggest series of the year honestly i think
1: hundred percent oh, like, at
0: least the most exciting the, the biggest stage i guess because it's in la it's players weekend they were all night games well mostly night games last night was a, uh four right but um yeah like you were saying it was it's it was the biggest series of the year, I think so far, especially with the fanfare around it with players weekend. It's in LA, it's under the Hollywood lights, all that kind of thing. It's really awesome to be able to go to that stage and get the job done. If they went, it would have been still a cool weekend if they went out and got swept, like just in terms of, I don't know. No, it it wouldn't have been cool. No, but I'm just saying, I would have hated it. No shit, but like, it wouldn't have been cool.
1: No, I don't. I think it would be fucking terrible. it's a
0: huge series. Maybe not.
1: I get it. yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, imagine the different position we'd be in if we did get swept or we did lose this series at all. Like, if today, if we lost this game, we're sitting here not talking about – like, we're we're showing like, – it'd be a completely different conversation is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. But, It'd be a terrible conference. But I mean, my point was that we're going into – this is the biggest one, and it's got the most fanfare on it and everything. It's the most, it's most playoff, like, I think, series, it seemed like. Yeah, 100% and, and the most playoff. And we walked like, in and we won. It's all I'm, that's all I'm getting Yeah,
1: so that, and, like, the, in that type of atmosphere, they can easily step up. Like, there's a bunch of playoff races going on. Like, we're watching, like, the Nationals against, like, the Cubs and all this – the Mets nonsense and everything like that. But this team, no matter who the opponent, I think if the bright lights are on, it's October baseball, and we're at home in front of a crowd – we're probably gonna be there, but I think this team just has it. They'll just get after it. They'll they know what's at stake, and they'll never back down to that. And that's the best feeling you could ever have with a team like this, because you can have a great season, you could win 115 games, whatever the fuck that is, and that'd be great and all. But like, if you can't come down to it, and it doesn't matter unless you win the last game. So if you don't win the last game, then the whole season doesn't matter at all. And the fact that they this team has that sort of confidence and they know the like what to do in these moments, I love that.
0: No, I agree. And I think the other big takeaway, I said earlier that the biggest takeaway was that we were hitting the pitching and we were keeping them uh, off the board. But the biggest part, I think, about keeping them off the board is that Bellinger didn't do anything really.
1: Yeah, we definitely kept Bellinger in check. That was awesome. I mean, he literally went – he was like 0 for 4 today, over 5. He didn't have any home runs. And he was definitely the one of the, the one of the biggest stories. Him and Judge and Judge did quite the Ooh, opposite, actually. Yeah. Judge was absolutely scorching hot,
0: and as, well as, up until more recently, like when Judge Judge had a horrible starts in the month of August, like I mean terribly. that's statistically what Except, he does. Like, no, I know, but I'm just saying, going up towards the last few series, uh, basically until before the Athletics road trip, it's Judge is cold, Ballinger's hot, and then that just and that went was hor- that was, and, but
1: that was such a scary. Sight going into this series, too, and I'm so happy. It, it just made me so happy that it did flip like that. And it flipped seemingly overnight, too, because yeah. Bellinger was absolutely shut out, and then Judge, all it took was one home run, and he just, it was a mammoth home run, obviously, yeah. but after that, he's been, he hasn't looked back.
0: This whole Judge and Bellinger thing is so interesting, cool. because I remember when they both came in the league 2016, or, yeah, when they both came in 2016, it was like, who's better, Bellinger or Judge? And when they first came in, it was about even. And then Judge, com- Judge was, you know, 52 home runs in his rookie season, and that just wiped it off. And then this year, now Judge has been hurt a little bit, and Bellinger's m- maybe the MVP. Yeah, and there was that and whole now, nonsense and about now, Bellinger, too. In general, like, if, all right, so say for now, if you're – we'll try to be uh, objective here, and we'll see. If you could pick one of those players for the same contract, same money, starting next year, who would you take? Bellinger or
1: – I mean, I'm going to be biased. I just said be objective. Glaber. <laughs> <laughs> no choice, choice C, Glaber. No, but I mean, I w- I would probably take, completely unbiased. I don't know, man. I would take Bellinger probably.
0: I don't know. I don't and, and that,
1: I mean, but at the same time. I mean, because he hasn't really been hurt as much. But I mean, right now, obviously, I'm going to say Bellinger because he's having an MVP year. No, yeah, I'm just I
0: mean, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just not going to say
1: Judge right now because then I look like I'm I'm an idiot. Like I mean, he's clearly doing it better right now.
0: But i um, the argument in general is oh, it's always been those. Two, and for a little while, Mets fans tried to say Conforto was in the argument. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Um, it was always an argument, and then this year, Bellinger definitely pulled ahead in that category. Who's better, yeah. Judge or Bellinger? But like, I think. I don't know.
1: I'd prefer to have Judge, you know why? Because of the other shit, like the the fact that he could be our captain and I and I will get into that argument right now actually. I think me personally because that that's there's a whole side of of him that like outside baseball, like him reacting to that old woman before the game guaranteeing the hit a home run. There was a man. The man. There well, was there was a couple. I, I was I saw the video yeah. with the with the woman. Regardless, that that old the old person he guaranteed, like, yeah, I'll get one for you today. And then he did get one for him today, and that's awesome. But, like, and like, that's not my point. I'm saying he just has that charisma of being, like, a Jeter-like player who has – he is the captain of this team. Like, you even heard it before when, when Clint was having his episodes and mm-hmm. everyone was saying, like, oh, it's because Judge is away from the team. They shared a locker next to each other. Like, he always kept him in check. And I do see that to be – a big factor making him a captain, making him the captain, and there, I don't know. There's never going to be another the captain, though. Yeah, and and I think that's the f- that's could that's be a captain. A the a one of the Yankee captains, a Yankee captain. A Yankee. Because the team never has to have a, a captain at all. But I think if anybody's more de- anyone's more deserving. I think it's it's Judge, and I think we're seeing it before our eyes because this team as a whole. But when do you give it to him? I don't know, and I think
0: it took Jeter like eight years, I think. We, get, we could we look it up. It a is second, early. I'm pretty it is sure early. It took Jeter like eight years to become captain.
1: So the, so when do you and think he should get it? Because I that, think I what, think he's on the pace. I'm, if not, I'm I, and I I haven't been alive enough to know, like with the entire the selection process or anything I mean, like we've
0: that. Only seen, no, it's just it's just somebody. It's not always a, a filled spot, obviously. But I do I agree with you in that Judge has those certain characteristics that I think he could make it. Like he could be a captain. Of the Yankees. Yeah, but and the, the question is more when would that happen. And also his age. He's a, He didn't come in that young. He was, what, 24 when he came in? Was he now? He's probably 20, 27. 26, 27 right now. Yeah, but the, the baseball year. prime
1: is around 28, though. Oh, yeah.
0: But you, I think I don't think he would get the C until after 30. I
1: mean, About they did, they also did jump to conclusions with him right, away, right off the bat, too, which could play into this. Like, with the judges' chamber shit, that would happen right away. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean – that maybe That is a little telling, also, of how the team sees him, how the organization sees him, no, if they're no, going to sure. give him the judges' chambers right away. Like that, he's
0: the forefront. He's the face, he's the face he's of the franchise. He's easily the
1: face of the franchise and, and arguably the face of baseball, too. Oh, that's, the, I don't that's think a think whole that's, can. I don't think that's a stretch, though.
0: Nah, it's not a stretch. It's He's one of them.
1: He's one of the yeah. highest-selling jerseys. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: But, like, there are so many other because Bellinger's still one of them. Yellich is still one of them. But my argument, Trout, to bring it back to Judge versus warm.
1: Bellinger, Chris I think... Harper. To bring it back to Judge versus Bellinger, I think, I mean, Bellinger was sat in the World Series last year because he had that whole debacle. Like he didn't play half the games. There was all big on the lefty-righty shit, but like it's all his attitude too. Like he wasn't wasn't hustling with the Manny Machado shit, and I mean he wasn't Johnny hustle or whatever the fuck you want to call him. But like I feel like he's got a little bit of that attitude problem. I don't know how true that is. I don't. You're still you wanna...
0: You're still talking Bellinger. Yeah. I mean. I, yeah, I guess I thought we were talking about Judge, but um,
1: well, I'm comparing yeah. the two. I'm saying be- Judge has that charisma; he's nothing like that, and I, Bellinger yeah, well, Bell- is a little Bellinger
0: bit. Bellinger wouldn't be a captain if that's what
1: you're. I saying. know. I'm saying if we're we, we started this conversation out by saying like no. who we would take going forward, and I think to bring full circle, I'm saying I would take Judge for that reason also, and and that being because he's one of the captains of the team or becoming a captain of the Yankees. I don't
0: think and he's a think- captain soon. Maybe, maybe. So, what do you
1: think the party. timeline would be on that? See,
0: that's what I'm saying. I don't know, because I think it's gonna be after thirty. If he, I think he's twenty-seven right now.
1: He's got to continue this for I, the force. So and a, stay healthy I, as you, well. I don't,
0: I don't think he's like a shoe-in captain. Unless, if he, he keeps doing what he's doing and progresses towards that, then yeah. But I don't know that. And five years could, you know, it could be five years. It could they could give it to him next year. I, I, you don't know because it's the Yankees and it's only happened like eight times that they give it out. Yeah. So you know.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, I definitely could see him being a captain. Yeah, okay. I
0: could agree with that.
1: And I don't know when that will be, but regardless, I think that that's just awesome to have him because when I, when he's hot and having him batting like how he is right now, it just makes this team amazing, and he's literally the heart and soul of this team.
0: Yeah, no, he is. Uh, the, and it's, you can notice a presence when he's in and when he's out because uh, when he's out of the lineup, it just—it doesn't feel the same. You, you don't—you you like seeing him because he's so big and he, he hits so well and he's such a threat in the lineup and he hits too. Yeah. When he when he's there, you miss his presence. I forgot that we have John Carlos Stanton a lot because his presence isn't the same as Aaron Judge, even though he's the same size. I guess like you notice yeah. when he's gone, but it's not the same kind of thing, you know. So he just—I don't know—he has that presence. Yeah, no, he
1: definitely has the presence. The presence is all he has. Like that's not all he has, but he's—he's he's just the
0: man. He is all right. So we're looking ahead. We're going to Seattle. Finish off the road trip. What do you think?
1: Well, I think before we get into that, let's talk about a few other things. Well, let's pause this. A bit. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> that we're we're not like very far into this episode. I thought we were. No, because we paused it and we had to restart.
0: Yeah, that only took about five minutes, and we're sitting at 100 seconds. No, I don't know how long that is. That's pretty long mm looked looking
1: like a half hour. All right, so we get—I mean, that's still not a lot of time. All right,
0: well, no, right, so what are we going to talk about next? One? Glaber, what's that Glaber? Well, the
1: Glaber stuff.
0: What's the UF?
1: Man? I wanted to talk about Paxton looking great. I wanted to talk about with Glaber. I have a stat on him. I have. Uh, uh, the fire outside the same Domingo Sunday. You said yeah. Uh, I should
0: have mentioned that with the nicknames. We can just scrap that now.
1: Gary breaking the record. Judge versus Gary's. Which one's more impressive?
0: All right. Oh, we gotta talk about. Uh, and then the preview. Gumby. Too. Gumby,
1: Gumby. Us first. The Astros. Alright, let's go. Didi's injury and in future with the team. There's all a lot right. more.
0: Alright, keep going. My bad.
1: Alright, so that brings me into my next topic. Speaking of people's futures with the team. I think Dede went down with an injury today after getting hit by a pitch. What does uh, not only just the, the injury is aside, just that brings his name back up. He's probably going to be fine. What was it? what was the injury?
0: Uh, it was like a shoulder contusion or something. He was getting an X-ray in the stadium. Even even if I don't, I think don't I know, was I don't serious. even know what the worst case scenario was for. But it doesn't it didn't seem that serious because he stayed in after he got hit. Yeah, he uh, he didn't steal. but There was one on the dirt. Or something he slid into second. Seemed fine. It seemed more precautionary. He always gets injured on
1: sliding shit. Well, I think the the
0: injury was from the hit. I think they just took him out to more be careful. It didn't seem like it was something that, you know, required. No, yeah. And
1: that's just me bringing him up right now. But with Didi, and we're talking about futures with the Yankees, he's in a contract year, and I don't really – I wanted to get your opinion on this. I wanted to see, like, what do you think his future is? Do you think we re-sign him? I would love to have him back on the team, but, like, what do you think the perspective of the team is? Because I mean, we do have a Glaber Torres who was a shortstop by trade, and I mean, who knows? We also just got this Gio Urshela character. <laughs> we, like he's amazing I'm not, too. I,
0: I, I'm not high enough on Gio Orchella to pick him over. Gregorius. Well, I'm just
1: saying he's at third, and if I, I mean, look, we got Lemayhew too. So we have him, him there, him at second. No, Gleyber- I think we need to... for the future.
0: Well, we were just talking about Aaron Judge and how his presence is missed when he's not in the lineup, and Didi does the same thing. Didi Didi's not that. as much of a captain as Judge would be, but he's just a Yankee, and everyone loves him, and he's good, and he's really good, and that's the point. I agree, and he's a le- he's also a lefty, which you don't have a lot of. It's yeah, just, just that's one, true too. one part, but I don't think I don't see them ever getting rid of him. Well, yeah, but there's always that not shit. This like, there's
1: always that shit that they did with like Betances, and he had like the arbitration that they went to because that's what happens with contracts, and they never expected that with Betances, but then they absolutely ripped him apart in arbitration.
0: Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I just you gotta hope that doesn't happen. But, I
1: mean, you, you never want that to happen yeah. with anybody, but sometimes it has to happen because the two sides may be far, far apart in terms of contract talks, and that's where it stems from. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, Didi may be asking for more, and. Other people may give him that, and he know you know he wants to stay with the Yankees, but the numbers may be a little too far off because he maybe he hasn't produced and is injured in, the, in as of recent. Like he's batting what, 265 around right now, and he's coming off that injury. He gets hurt, but it's probably not a bad injury right now. But like going the past <coughs> two years as a whole, I feel like the numbers may be like, the two sides of this negotiation might be a little bit off, you know. Yeah, so no, it, it, it can happen. definitely stems the, I, I the conversation. Don't think, I don't
0: see why. I don't see any reason for that. Yeah, they could hardball him and all that, and that could happen. But I don't see any reason that the Yankees would want to not bring him back. Because, no, I
1: and I agree, and I'm hoping that they the ball, do. They're the hoping ball. that they do bring him back because I love him and I love his energy and like his, his cartoons he makes after the game. Just, yeah, he's And an he's just a heart player. and soul. And him and Glaber dancing and everything yeah. that they do. I'm just saying. Is there like with Glaber being a shortstop by trade? Is there a possibility? in him being 22 and all that stuff? And well, like,
0: I mean, yeah, Glaber going to be a perennial all star with the Yankees. I think his whole career. I mean, yeah, whether he it's made at it shortstop stop or not, not doesn't matter to him. I'm sure, and it definitely doesn't matter to anybody yeah, watching. Yeah, I'm sure he's, he's not he's, like he's there and he does what he does, and he's going to be there after Didi's gone, whether whether he leaves this year or if he retires the Yankee. Glaber's still going to be here when he leaves, and. We can You can always move Didi around, but not, he's not as versatile as Torres, but Torres can go play wherever he wants. Torres can play anywhere in the infield except for first and catcher. He, so he can play that whole left side. Can he play third? He's yeah, never played third. They had him at third all the way up through the system. Oh, I didn't say yeah. that third. When he, he was supposed to come up, and then Andohar, when Then when uh, Andujar happened, that's well, when he that, went over to second.
1: Well, Andohar, we I think we're under consensus that we think he's going to get traded, right?
0: I mean, that's the thing, because if we can get something for him, great. But I don't think we should just trade him just to trade him.
1: No, obviously the the right deal has to be in place, but I feel like I I mean i we we're also huge Anduhar fans and we always have been. I, I personally have been. I really like Andujar. And we
0: talk about him like he wasn't just almost, like, rookie, almost of rookie, rookie of the year.
1: I think right. I mean arguably was rookie of the year. I don't think he was our rookie of the year. Baby Ruth Part two who sucks. Like baby, I mean Otani played well, but,
0: but like how do we how would we know that if Anduhar didn't get hurt in the beginning of the year that he wouldn't be doing exactly what Glaber's doing right now? There's no, Glaber's there's doing. not, there's I mean, nothing saying he had a better, he he had a better year than Glaber. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So there's nothing that. I mean, I feel but like why are we trading him then?
1: Exactly. So, and I think that we, a lot of us, on on this whole team that we put together here, have been very like, quick to say Andrew Hargan. Like I just did. Yeah. But why? Why are wanna, we yeah, saying that? I, wanna, I don't. I don't want to take a step back here and say like why? Because like you said, like he is still that player that was better than Glaber last year. He had a better year. He was he finished higher in the rookie of the year voting than him, yeah. and yeah, that, that that's what that's all that needs to be said. I mean, Glaber Torres. Was, I mean, yeah, he, Glaber took huge strides, and that's what we're about to talk about too, with him going up in every single category, like in terms of every statistic possible with Glaber Torres, and that's just amazing. But with Andujar, this conversation is going to be continuous throughout the offseason. It doesn't make it any easier that Gio Urshela is now in the fold because Gio Urshela is good. Gio yeah, made.
0: and Gershella is good, but we didn't sign him for very much. It's not going to hurt us to keep him on the team. I know, uh, and yeah, even so, if we yeah. resign him, we're still not going to. Ha- he's not going to have that much leverage. To it's not like we're going to give him some, you know, multi-year contract for the, however much money. They're like we don't have to choose between the two of them, especially because we play in the American League. And we can have a DH because Rochelle is never going to, going to play third base as, yeah. as much as he physically can, as long as he's having, as long as he's playing well. And Harkin is. Abysmal at fielding, <laughs> and so he, he, why why can't he DH and have and have Gio play third? Yeah, well, they, I mean, yeah, almost, yeah we, have I agree with that. D, we have six guys that probably it should almost, DH, yeah. but like you can work true, around so. that.
1: But some of those guys won't be the long term guys. Like some of the guys would, that are like sitting at DH will be like the <laughs> Encarnacion and Kinder Morales. <laughs> I mean, but Encarnacion's not going to be here for the long haul. Like no, this no. is, I'm talking about a future problem. I mean, he could be. Yeah. I don't know, but I I'm just saying. So, but yeah, it almost doesn't need to be at a position debate it can be just like yeah he's never been good in the field so like why are we even comparing the two because yeah he is the third baseman but like we don't have to trade him just because they're both third basemen right he can that's just be can, yeah you're right he yeah. could be just the dh and i think that's what he also is good at like he never he can get better at fielding we've seen it out of devers like he's now a, that's he's true a really good fielder like it, it can be taught i feel like the bat can't really be taught Yeah, you give it that's the point exactly and, and
0: it, i just think that and, and I'm—I actually am part of the problem with this because I think there are just so many people that, well, he's hurt and Geo's playing well, so we could get rid of him. Like, why? It's not going to be There's one no of those need. like Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe situations where you have Drew Bledsoe, Big he gets hurt, Brady yeah. steps in, and all of a sudden he's good, so you trade Bledsoe. Yeah. It's not like that, and that's what everyone yeah. seems to think wants to happen because they—the—the the narrative that everyone I think has is, all right, well, the Anwar could have been great, and then he got hurt, and then Geo stepped in and did fine, so we're gonna we're gonna dish him out yeah. and give him away. And then all of a sudden, we're going to be going, and no matter where he goes, he's going to somehow end up in, like, MVP voting. And we're going to be like, why did we get rid of him? If that happens, I could actually see that happening so well. Because he, there's, he's, as he's as good young, as Glaber. And as the just last time we saw him and Glaber playing at the same time, he was a little bit better than Glaber.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think I think we just put that conversation kind of to rest with your point. About how it's not like a quarterback battle. Like there is, there does have to be one quarterback. That's it. That's why Drew Bledsoe and Dom Tom Brady thing happened.
0: I don't know why that was the example I thought of, but yeah. Regardless, but it makes sense. Or Garrig and Wally Pip. I fuck off. We're talking about baseball. Who? Lou Gehrig and Wally Pip. Oh, okay. I thought you so said- Wally, Wally Pip took one off the dome, and then that's how Lou Gehrig came in.
1: Okay, but fair. But I'm saying this doesn't have to be. It's but it's a flexible thing it doesn't have to be just strictly the third base battle like yeah i mean Gio wins that battle at third base but there is a dh spot open we do it we are in the american league mm-hmm. so that's fair i mean yeah i don't i don't want to get rid of anduhar by any means at all i love anduhar yeah. and i think if there's no offer on the table like was like a, a situation with the trade deadline here and i think that's a great sign to see because we know cashman isn't going to make a move unless it benefits us right. and he's not going to just throw away anduhar cuz he mm-hmm. knows the value that he brings so I think we're safe in that regard.
0: Yeah, he's certainly not untouchable. He's
1: like, not untouchable. like he could go, but no.
0: it would. It's not like there. It's not like he's on the block. Somebody and, comes yeah. knocking on the door with an offer that's really, really good for Andohar, I think Cashman would pull the trigger on it.
1: Yes, and he. It has to be a good deal. Like really he's ne- And 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 I love that we have that sense of like encouragement and security and having Cashman as the GM, which obviously we trust him. He's our watchful protector and all that jazz. But I'm just saying, it's just. A good feeling that we know that no, like no, everybody will be traded if the Detroit deal is in place, and that's all we need to say about the topic. Let's move on. <laughs> but with that being said, the Glaber Torres thing—I mean, he was a step behind Andujar last year, and now I mean, we can clearly say that he's making enormous strides this year. And if you want to bring up the stats about how Glaber has improved in actually every single category. Known to man, I mean I'll pull them up right now,
0: Yeah, basically last year he he popped off and everybody knew it yeah was in there so here's in the-, the comp-
1: here's about. the twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen comparison with Gleyber Torres. so in twenty eighteen, I'll go step by step, so for batting average, he went from two seventy one last year to now two eighty nine then for o b p he went from three forty o b p to three fifty three In in his slugging category, he goes from 480 to 552. In OPS, he goes from 820 to 904. In home runs, he goes from 24 home runs to 32. And the season isn't even over yet. That's a stat that's more. It's benefited by having more time. The other ones were the other ones were percentages, so it it's not as it's better to have a bigger sample size. But with this one, he's he's already beaten it by eight, Mm -hmm. and we're not. We still have like a month and change left. You think he hits 40? I think he could. He's red hot. Yeah, I think he might. He hasn't slowed down all year. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, he's my favorite player by far. <laughs> continuing really down. Cool to see. Yeah, continuing down the line with the runs he had 54 last year, and now he has 84 already runs, and that's kind of alarming too because he's batting in the back end of the in the
0: in the batting order. Uh, that's been that's been the narrative all year. He was always hitting with you know he always had Talkman and Romine and Maven who are having really good years with RBIs. Also sometimes he looped around the five and had through the nine yeah. who refuses to not get a hit exactly. Score I position. think that
1: that does help him a lot because the back end of the fight we talked about it another episodes prior the five through nine have been absolutely crazy Un- good. Sure, it's like, it's just been of. like unheard of ever like so I mean that does benefit him a lot. But I mean a thirty run swing and the season is still a month and change left and he doesn't look like he's going to slow down like. He could easily break 100 for that.
0: Plus 32 of those runs are his own, home run.
1: Exactly, and the last fact. Oh, fun! He's also a 22-year-old. That's also amazing too. And one year to the next, as a 22-year-old. He's
0: older old,
1: than him. He's older than me, but he's he's actually younger than Alyssa too, <laughs> by by like a couple of days. That's crazy. Yeah, and then for. His strikeouts, his strikeouts are actually down too. He went from one twenty two last year to one hundred, and it it may end up being similar. Yeah, that's tough, but it's probably that, it's
0: probably a pacing. Is that by the end of the year or through this date last year? Do you know?
1: That's by the end of the year. Oh, okay. And but he has fifteen more at bats. This this is taken when he has 15 more at-bats in 2019. So, actually, I think it is on, on, a, oh, on you know, a similar pace.
0: Didi's, uh, just gotten to learn, Didi's x-rays are negative, so he's day-to-day. W- All right, good. Wonderful news.
1: That's amazing. Needed that. <laughs> yeah. So, with that being said, I mean, Glaber is just, the sky is the limit for this kid, and I love having him and Anduhar as two of these, like this tandem, and I, that's why I'm glad we kind of settled that in our brains that Andujar is going to be around for a while because, I mean, Glaber's not going anywhere. And these two going forward, I mean, they're just going to be competing. Like it, just this team, this this group of guys, this young tandem is just going to be continuing to improve, and it's scary how good we can be if these guys all stay healthy and continue on like improving their games like they should and like they will because we have great coaching staff and everything like that.
0: Well, that's where that's where that's that's why we're doing so well this year. It starts in the minors. There, the, we were talking earlier before about you know, what to talk about on this, this episode and everything, and we were saying that the next man up thing is kind of starting to go a little bit to the wayside because we're starting to get guys back, and guys are supposed to be back. Montgomery's throwing in the minors. Seve and Batantas are supposed to be back by the middle of September. Um, you know, other people Staten are going to Stanton coming back,
1: Voight coming back. Yeah, He's going to battle like, through it, everything like but, that. So we were
0: just saying that, but the reason that – the next man up thing works so well with the Yankees is it's all started in the minor league system. There's been, it's no secret that it's not a fluke. They have the best minor league system. Yeah, This isn't the, just a fluke in baseball. They even bring up. That's why the Yankees are so good. And they can bring up guys from their minor league team that are that good. And they just have like this attitude where, and they went up and it was an attitude thing and they did it. And it was all coaching.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not, like I said, it's not a fluke that this is happening. It's mm-hmm. not like crazy. Like, oh my God. Like, the Yankees have, or like everyone who's just coming up, is performing. Like even guys, like random analysts that aren't just Yankees analysts, have even said it was in the video I made that he was saying like it's just ne- it is next man up because this mm-hmm. is a really deep team. Yeah, this isn't a shock that this team was able to do this because you got guys like the Talkmans who is an athlete. Like he was, he is. It, this isn't crazy. Yeah, what he's doing now is crazy, but like it's not
0: alarming. We're he- one of the only teams, probably the only team in the MLB that. Could play a season with their four-man roster, and every single player would be MLB ready. And
1: exactly, actually, it's, it's, te- it's just a testament to on how deep this
0: fucking level. team is.
1: The team is so deep, it's ridiculous. Dude,
0: they keep calling up people I've never even heard of. Like it's been all year. They called up who they called up yesterday. I forget. Something. They sent the Y's, they get down, and they called. Uh, they called up. Um,
1: whoever it was Who, I mean, yeah whoever, whoever was. it's just like it's just
0: like these people that i hadn't even heard of in the monarch system they come up they pitch i think it was a pitcher yeah and they and they, they're not they're not terrible. like it, it doesn't make sense really from an outside standpoint and it's if you're it's not just if so you're cool. not up
1: to speed but everybody knew we had that good farm system and even like we joked about it last episode but how fucking terrible mike ford is that's the only the, yeah that's the only one that maybe fluky when he does well. I mean, he, anyone can. I mean, a clock, a broken clock's right twice a day. So, I mean, <laughs> Mike Ford, he came out big today when he came in. for He replaced Didi. But, I mean, it's just a testament to how deep this team is and, like, the Geos and everyone like that. Just being able to – they're just good players. They are. It's just how they are. I mean, th- it's kind of crazy, too, that DJ didn't even – wasn't on the starting lineup this year. He was too, – Tulo too was starting.
0: <laughs> I mentioned this. The, I mean, this is only <laughs> the second time that I've been on specifically. But the last time that I was on, we were talking about how good – like, the the team that wasn't even supposed to – like, if our opening day roster, what it was supposed to be? If we had them all year, what would the record be? Like, well, would that, we be well, at 100 that, that already? That also
1: leaves off DJ, though.
0: It, it doesn't – well, no, he would he'd still be – He's not
1: on the team. well I'm, no, I'm talking about like, – no,
0: no, just like the starting roster, I guess. Maybe not the lineup one through nine, but DJ was on the starting yeah, yeah. roster. Yeah, I thought I think, you meant so. starting like, – if, nah, if we had nah. the regular starting lineup, the starting, starting roster. So the starting 25-man roster, I guess is what I meant Yeah. And everyone's healthy the whole season, which I guess nobody happens, but – See, I don't. What, I what don't we, know if it'll we have, be that we're, We were what eighty four, and well, now we're eighty five and um, 47. 40, forty yeah, around eighty five yeah, and forty seven. Yeah. I think we are right now. What would we be if we had that? See, I
1: don't. I don't really buy into that as much. I I get it. Like, yes, we're we're leaving a lot of like I, the. I saw the crazy stat. was like sixty nine million dollars worth of salary off that has been injured. We currently, yeah. we currently, the injury bug hasn't been kicked by any means. We got some people back. It's not as abysmal, but there's still eighteen guys on the injured list. Mm-hmm. Like as of current, <laughs> it's still which hot. is disgusting, and I mean, I I kind of buy into the fact that like, like I I don't think it would be that much different. Like maybe it be around, at ninety wins, like a couple games. But I'm just I'm just saying because these guys have performed at such a high level as replacements that like, would it be like is there that much higher higher of a level that they'll like, get hit with these players or, I feel like these guys that have been replacing them. Are filling the void of what those guys would perform at the, as their regular potential. No, no. These agree. guys are like outperforming their potential, but I feel like that level is exactly where like the other superstars would be performing. So I feel like it's kind of similar. I mean, this is just my take on it. I feel like they'd be around the same amount of wins. I don't think it would be like so many more wins. You know? No, I guess not. But like, as a it's, a, it's just player. like as,
0: as like a fun kind of thing. Yeah, but, no, like no, when you think about it.
1: I could be wrong. I'm just saying. I think. As a yeah, human being, no, the, the no. amount of production you can get out of a player, I feel like they're hitting like the max capacity. Like they are really performing, not only good for them, but good for any baseball player, a superstar or not.
0: Yeah, no, no, and that's just how baseball is. Like yeah. nobody's ever gonna, never, nobody's ever gonna get to a hundred wins before September. Exactly, and if, if maybe, we're, maybe not.
1: And that brings us. Did we talk about the that we're the first team? To oh hit? yeah, we haven't mentioned that yet. Yeah. So I mean, that, I'll I'll segue that in from this point. I'm just saying like. The max, the best thing you can possibly get out of a player, is like let's say a home run. You can't get any more of a home run. It's still the same amount of or like or RBIs. feels
0: a lot better to hit a five hundred. Feels a lot better.
1: Like, yeah, I get it. And the exit velocity and everything like that. But like in terms of production and runs and every efficiency and stuff like that, I feel like the record would be around the same again because these guys are still hitting a lot of home runs. Like all of them are around twenty. Like you never knew that DJ LeMahieu, who's never hit over like fifteen in his career, is now around twenty. You got it, guys like Gio, who apparently can rake, and he was a journeyman before, and now he's hitting around twenty. He found this new sense of power, which is crazy. The
0: Yankees did, he did the same thing. Did, 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 did he didn't know what power was when he got well, here, and he, then he, he had he the benefits. most. In, he had the most in Yankees history in a single season. Exactly. Like,
1: First shortstop. Yeah. First shortstop. Yeah. yeah. And he also benefits from the short porch and everything like that. But yeah. I mean, these guys are also spraying it all around the field. Like Talkman, generally, genuinely has that power, and he's hitting home runs too. I'm just saying, from that perspective of production. You can't get more than a home run. Like it, The God. home run is the max you can get.
0: Talk about spraying it around the field, though. Aaron Judge is, first of all, on fire. And second of all, just the one thing is he hits so many home runs opposite field. He I, I love it. I, I, it's I, so cool. And, it, and I guess it makes sense, yeah. especially that he's a righty playing at Yankee Stadium with the short porch. Like yeah, that, and that's, that's, that's smart. What Kev, that's what like, Kev
1: always says. He says that he, he does that on purpose, which I don't know how you – I mean, you got to be pretty damn good to be able to literally. I mean, he, I, I believe it. He can probably pick the field he wants to hit it to, but like oh, every yeah. time like that, he can pull it if you want to.
0: Like get, Gary pulls it.
1: And I get it, and that's why he was probably like. I mean, with with that interview with the Meredith Morokovic at the end yeah. of the game, he was tight. Like he didn't, he wasn't malicious at her. He they have a good morale and like they have good like relationship together. But I'm just saying, it, I think it's just funny. Like it, it may be a testament to him being like just that good of a player. He could probably
0: spray it over there if he wanted to, but I don't know. I feel like Stan's the same way, though. Like, when I'm just – you know how if you think of a player and their swing, it's usually a home run, and it usually goes in a different direction. So, if I think of Gary, I think about him hitting one 430 down the left field line. When I think he of Dini, I think of, I think of him basically stepping out of the box with one foot as he's swinging and pulling it over the short porch. When I think of Judge and Stan, those are the two, I think of them going up.
1: Yeah. Stan goes up a lot. That, yeah, they both do. Yeah.
0: And their, their swings are somewhat similar to me, I, I think. Not – Maybe not as technically, but just a general feel. Like it's like almost a little half cut. It's just so much power, yeah. and they both hit the ball so hard. That's that's part of it. Yeah, I mean, speaking but like you have it. You think yeah. of Guardi, I always think of like a ground ball right up the middle, and he starts. But even right he's the hitting a
1: ton of home runs too, which is. Like, and, it you know, doesn't make sense. But hit yeah. The number he never has put up home runs like this in his entire career. Like he's no. like very much. Like this is his best offensive year in his career. Like he's never been anything like this in terms of like anything. Mm-hmm. Like no, he, yes, right. he, the steals are down a little bit, but like that's just with age. But. This is his best, like, offensive efficiency year of his career. And mm. that's a testament to – It is. Definitely in terms of power. I, thought I was looking at the baseball reference. I'm not going to pull up the numbers right now, but he's having a, a one of his career years. in terms. Oh, play. no, definitely a career year. And that's a testament, like I was saying, to the entire team, being able to produce at a high level. Everyone's hitting home runs, and that's what I'm saying. Like – to bring it back full circle with the amount of wins at an extra everyone's doing the maximum you can get the best thing you can possibly get at the plate is a home run mm-hmm. and they're all everyone 1 through 9 is doing that like right. it's just crazy and then that goes to our point here about us being and this is kind of sneaky too because I feel like any we could have gotten this any month but
0: we now become the first with this is with Judge's home run today right Judge's was 60 Judges was sixty, so the record of all time was fifty nine. So the Mayhew got fifty nine, which was the most what? all time, the most home runs in a single month, calendar month, uh, ever, ever in the history of
1: the MLB. Baseball. Yeah, um, <laughs> in the so of so. Da-
0: so DJ broke it, and then Judge hit sixty for the first time ever, obviously, and then now we have sixty one because. Uh, uh, forward yard today too. Yeah, I mean
1: that's kind of sneaky, it's is it I, not? Yeah, no, I I
0: feel like this I kind of didn't. A down, I mean maybe just because of that sweep. Well, just it's just of about how hot low. we were in July, like you would think that July would have been the year for that, like the or the month for that, or even the Twins,
1: how hot they've been in the in the
0: on like in the pace they've yeah, but been they, on. They don't launch home runs like the A's. the Yankees are homer. They live and die with the long ball. They've been saying I mean, for years. the team is going do that.
1: Yeah, they've, they're leading the league. They're break. They're about to break the record all time for home runs by a single team. So I feel like. If anyone was gonna do it, it—it, it, 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 right, it, I didn't know that. It, it was almost sneaky that it, this is the most. Yeah, no, it is sneaky. I, I, and it's also not nowhere near done. Yeah, it's I mean, it would have been really, coo- it would have been really
0: cool if we broke this record in October. I mean, yeah, but we're <laughs>
1: we're pretty close to getting that. I mean, we could do it again. we could well, break, that's, we that's could break our a, own that, record. <laughs> that's true. That's the other, that's
0: the other thing I'm thinking though because, judges. Very obviously heating up, and he's pro- most likely he's going to stay hot right now, especially I mean, because of that slump. You come back on the slump the other side. And because is it too early for him to be that? Hot? he's that's, got, a, he's that's got always, a full month in the that's playoffs. That's always the to question kinda, to kind of like, cool off a little bit.
1: It, it, that is a, a valid point because, and I'm not going to sit here and say I'm an analyst or anything like that, but like people, I mean, it can he sustain this amount of? I mean, it's judge, So yeah, it maybe. is judge and statistically, if we look back to 2017 remember he was awful in august and then september he heated up this is a little bit earlier getting Mm -hmm. back but he also wasn't one of the worst worst stretches
0: he was abysmal this is one of the the beginning of august is is the worst worst stretches of this you know it's so bad because this is
1: and this is the worst we've seen judge because we like we said in the last episode like me and p were talking and we're like yo like is judge is this what judge is like is he a career 250 hitter we're gonna see from here on out like we haven't seen much of him it's yeah. still early on his career and it, i was that low that i was like yo well, maybe this is the judge we're getting and it's it's not and we were obviously overreacting but it it's just nice to see refreshing to see him get back to where the judge because right. it, it was almost like I, it, the inner yankee fan of me never wanted to say that and i don't I, I don't believe it i'm glad it's he's back but like other fans outside like saying, like, "Oh, Judge is overrated." Like, it's just, it's good to see him back, and I, it's just good to be out of that little rut that I was in, <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of other Yankee fans were in the same uh, mindset.
0: Yeah, we all were. But he, I mean, two weeks ago they were talking about moving him down in the lineup or moving him maybe even yeah, out of I, the lineup, and Boone, Boone stuck with him, and he said, no, "No, no, I'm not gonna move him down." He said, "There's whole most, mostly there, his whole career, we're gonna leave him there, and then he's gonna go get hot again, and he did."
1: That's exactly what happened. And could you imagine? how that would take a toll on Judge. That's why you can't do it. No matter if the, if this slump continued going...
0: It would have continued if he'd moved him.
1: Exactly, but if this let's say this slump were to continue going for another couple of weeks, and the conversation really becomes, like, maybe we should move him down, move Glaber up. Because I remember somebody on the post commented, like, what was one thing you would change about this game? And somebody said, I'd move Glaber into the two and Judge to the six or something. Like, all right, come on, dude. But, like, that... That like, like if you move Judge back, like that does everything to his confidence to make it worse, and like you can't do that to a guy that we're talking about being our captain too. Like this is his team, this is that that's his spot and two spot. Like you gotta keep him there no matter what they can. Th- like if you're moving him after a month of slumping, what does that tell to the rest of the guys too? Like it's just not a good message to send to anybody.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. He, uh, it is what it is. I just hope he stays hot for hopefully all of September, and then I think it's kind of looking good right now for the Yankees because I don't want I want to get these guys like the Batantises and the Severinos of the world back before the playoffs actually start. Yeah, and 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 they're on September is a good time for that too because that's enough time. You get, you get a few games for them where their first game back is in a playoff game, but then you're also still riding that, like, the whole we're back here, let's go, let's do business, blah, blah, blah. Like, that that's still fresh, the fact that they're back, but it's, you know, still enough time in the season where they're going to have two weeks yeah. out of their belt before the playoffs, which is great. It's like giving them a mini spring training before the well, playoffs. You
1: know what, it, it, it also, uh, I, something came up, and they were talking about, uh, like, the, the rehab stints and if they would be if they even have time to do that because the – it's funny because the minor league season ends before September call ups. That's what why the overlap is good because the season actually ends early, which makes sense because you, there's no point in them continuing. But like, and there's they were talking about how like them coming back. Um, my point with this whole September call up thing is saying that when they come back, there's nowhere to put them. Like there's not a place to put them in the minor leagues in a rehab stint or something like that. So we're gonna have to make use of them right away. Like their rehab stint is going to be on this team like, during the middle of September because the season's over for minor league. just There's literally nowhere to put them, and we need to get them real in-game experience. So, I mean, it's kind of forcing their hand. Like, if they're ready to go and there's not going to be much of a rehab. Like, he's doing simulated games, Severino, and I think Patances is still throwing off bull, uh, off mounds and stuff. But I think it's good, and it's like a nice little, like, reassurance that we're going to get them back even quicker because we there's nowhere else to put them, you know?
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And um, one of the other good things is it's pretty underrated So everyone's talking about how Sevy's coming back, everyone's talking about how Stans coming back, everybody's talking about how is um, coming back. But the one that's kind of going by the wayside a little bit is Jordan Montgomery. So he's throwing uh, in Tampa. Uh, he threw today, I believe. Yeah, he threw today, and he was when he before he got hurt last year, he was actually really good in terms of rookie uh, in terms of rookie pitchers. So he. Lost it. Um oh yeah. So he looked excellent. Uh today he had threw for two innings, uh two strikeouts, uh only threw nineteen pitches through two innings. That's pretty good. That's under ten inning. You want that, that's really good. Yeah. Uh apparently so uh one, two, three, both innings. Uh fastballs at ninety three, not too bad. And then apparently he had a really good breaking ball.
1: That's I mean great. I mean that's all good and all that. That's like it's great. But with all these arms coming back too, like is this brings the question of like like, who do we want on this playoff roster pitching? And are we going to base it off of like what we've seen out of Montgomery? Like, did we see that great of Montgomery like all, so long ago, too? Seemingly, it well, was definitely going to be it, on the 40 man. Yeah, but then it goes back down to 25 for the playoffs. Well,
0: no, That's how no, it
1: works. It, is. it goes back down to 25 no, for the no, playoffs.
0: No, no, no. You have your 40 man for the for September. The, no, and then no, no, no.
1: when the playoffs start, you get 25. Uh, you, yes, get a, you get You get a
0: new 25 each. Uh, each series, so you have a forty man, forty man roster oh, in the playoffs, but you choose twenty five guys okay. from that forty man from so the like, pool of players. So he choose. could he could for not regardless. be on the twenty five man roster for, for the NLCS or the ALDS, but he could be in the ALCS. But my point being, being is, regardless,
1: he will. I mean, why is the roster going to change too much? It might, it I'm just I'm so for an, it's for an
0: injury sake. So say for example, uh, Savvy's comes back exactly. and isn't good. Then 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 we have him to put in because he would be up all year if he was healthy this year. He would have been Montgomery. Up all year. Yes.
1: No, yeah, but we we're also we haven't seen much of him to begin with as a career, and it's been a while too. So I mean, oh, with I Seve and Batansis coming back, like, do we have him in? Like, I mean, he could take the hap spot, but like, also we don't really know what he brings to the pay- table. He's very small. Spot. You're big on small sample size, but like, there's not much of a no, yeah, absolutely a right. story small with sample him. size, definitely. A bigger story here going into the next series uh, against the Seattle Mariners is we are going to face. Good old pal, Justice Sheffield in one of these games. Which which um, day was we- it?
0: Wednesday, August 28th. Wednesday, you know, twenty second. That'd
1: be really fun if it was uh if it was a uh, Justice Sheffield Paxton matchup because that's the exact trade <laughs> that yeah. we yeah. that we went down. I mean, Paxton looked awesome. He looked awesome it in his last really, start. Really, he really, was like really masterful. Good. I mean, that's the, that's the pack. It's kind of really good timing that he's going against his old team, coming off his best, one of his best starts, arguably his best start because it was against a great team too, in the Dodgers. I mean. Good timing for him, ready to get his mojo back. I mean, he's definitely going to be up to the task against his old team. He's going to want it, so mm-hmm. it'd he, be really he's, fun. He's gotten
0: he's gotten it around a little bit this year, though Sheffield at least.
1: Yeah, I know, and but, it, it'd be fun to. it be fun to. It'd be fun to, be fun to really put a, a ton of runs up and just to like. Directly prove that we won the trade, even though it may not seem that way right I now.
0: When we traded it, I didn't think we won the trade. I thought Justice Sheffield was going to come around and win a Cy Young in ten years. Within, the next I mean, he's 10 still could, he's, he's no, really still young. Could. I was mad. I was actually upset about that.
1: Trade. We just didn't know a lot about him. We knew what Paxton brought to the table, and he's been very disappointing thus far this year. Very streaky. But I mean, if he brings what he has, what he brought to the last game to the table for, for now and going forward, I'm very happy with that. Regardless of what just, if, I mean, if it, regardless, if it gets us a World Series, we won the trade. That's always the old adage, yeah, like everyone more. says, like with the Chris Sale thing. I was talking to Matt about like, him, like Johan like and Moncada uh, and Kopech, and like if they won the trade or not, and he said yes because the reason the part our part of the trade was a short term. We want to win the World Series, and we got one, so they won the trade on Matt automatically. Regardless unless of unless the White Sox go and win too. I get it, but like they got what they wanted out of the trade, which won't happen, which works, and that's and that's the same thing with like the Cubs when they were they got Chapman, Chapman, like yeah they lost Glaber Torres, but they also won the trade a little bit, Mm -hmm. well not a little bit, a lot because they had Glaber Torres though, yeah him and him and Javier up the middle, oh my god, those are two similar players too, but like that you win the trade there, and if we win a World Series and Paxton plays a big role, like you never know who could be that MVP, like look at Steve Pierce last year in the World Series.
0: If sorry, just to go back, if Javi and Glaber Torres were in the same infield, nobody would ever steal a base. Ever. No. they're the two best taggers in Yeah, that be that'd be crazy. Like, no, no one. would no ever. One, run nobody would run. No one would ever run I mean, them. And Contreras is a pretty good arm too. That would be. A, that'd be a. Tough that'd stick. be electric. That'd be crazy. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, so circling back, we got a nice little preview, a nice little change of pace going. against a team that is met much more inferior to us in the Seattle Mariners. And then we go after the A's again at home, so that's helpful. I really want to beat them down. So I mean, we're looking a lot better than we were a couple of days ago, and I think everyone's <laughs> spirits are much higher than they were. For sure. And we're in a much better place after this Dodgers series. For sure.
0: And we're looking. I think we're looking good going forward. I think we can. We're going to be able to redeem ourselves against the A's. I, I don't really see us losing to Seattle unless we have a little hiccup like we did with the A's. And then I mean, not, not that the schedule is easy after that, but Texas isn't anything special. We get to probably beat up on the Red Sox for four games in a row after that. Then we play the little sisters of the poor in uh, Detroit, <laughs> and then the big sisters of the poor in Toronto, and then what you and, call then, it, the little sisters of the poor. I've and the, never heard that. And the big sisters of the poor. <laughs> um, yeah. So and then, and then we have to play Texas. Like there's no, there's not that many good teams on the Sox. I mean, of the, of the, the, the we, can go out, we can go out. We could go up. The best team we play. It, we have one series against the Rays. That's, hey, that's and the this is also when. I mean, gonna, the athletics I guess are pretty
1: good. Teams. This is also when we're going to trickle back with getting more players too as we go and get more like of the October mindset. We're going to all really start buckling down. So I like high hopes for going I, to exit the season, get like home field advantage, everything like that. I'm I'm feeling really good. That that we, that Dodger we series. It. We
0: need an easy scout. We need an easy month and, and, yeah. and a good month because then we get home field. This Dodger yeah, series so changed
1: everything for me. Like I mean. The sky was not falling before, and it was, but it definitely didn't feel good. And now after this series, I feel a lot better.
0: It's pretty astonishing how, we, how down we were.
1: To how on top of the world we are now.
0: <laughs> yeah, because we split one we split with the Blue Jays. And we're like, oh, that sucks. And then we split, we split the Orioles, and then we split one with the, uh, with the Indians. And we're like, oh, man. And then the athletics thing happened. But like for most teams, that's not an awful stretch. I mean and yeah and then after the athletic and series wanna, we we jump to the skies falling. Like that just says I mean, something that's just, but about that's, how good the season
1: exactly. Is that that tells us what the hopes are at. Like yeah. we do we still have 85 wins is it now?
0: 85 yeah. We have 85
1: wins and when we lost 3, we were like holy fuck, like yeah. we suck like because that's relative to how we think we should be doing. Like I mean yeah, this team the, 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 way the, the way this team is, of this we should team. win every single game. Like that and it, that's fair for us it's not fair for us to want that but like as a fan you want to see your team win every single day and when you lose four in a row which you haven't done all season it's kind of fair to say like this guy's a little bit falling in relation to how the season's been going because that is something that never happened this season
0: and it, it's exciting i'm i'm excited for it too because we're also going into the to the stretch of my favorite part of i i guess the year is when all the sports kind of come together and that's October. You got playoff baseball in October. Oh yeah, big time. You got, you time. got football, both college football, and the NFL are both kind of in full swing then. And then the NHL picks back up there around the same time. And I, just, I'm just excited for October. October baseball around. is, it's the is something different. We're we're it's gonna be we're
1: exiting the dog days of summer now, and oh, yeah. definitely you can see. I mean, I think the exact time where we're leaving the dog days of summer was this series. I think this series. Yeah, this was. Yeah. I think this was the yeah, the, yeah, I agree. The, the the start of the playoff of the, baseball. Because like, every game, not not just for us, like. Less for us, but every game mattering, which it does. But, like, with these playoff races coming down to the line, like last Mm -hmm. year there was two game 163s. Like, that could happen. Like, the the NL is, like, is tight. It's exciting. Not
0: not even just a Yankees fan, but just in in general, as a fan of baseball, it's a good time for it. it, It's it's so exciting, and it's going to be – yeah, we were actually you were right yeah. about the Dodgers series though. That that it was the breakout. It's, it was this is, you know, yeah, it was breaking up it was the like season the week one kind yeah, of thing. Like, this it is was it, yeah. just, here it is. Now we're here. Now we're here. now we're yeah. playing. Yeah. Now the
1: other fans who aren't as obsessive as us, they're going to start trickling back like the playoffs are about to start. Like everyone's going to get more involved. And that's why actually we're going to start to wrap this up here. We're not we're also going to start adding uh episodes once a week. I'm not sure when we're going to do it. It might be around next week or the week find after. The most opportune time, so, yeah, so. And, it, and we're going to we're going to start covering around the league because of how it's gonna. We're still gonna talk Yankees twice a week, but we're gonna try and get another quicker episode in with around the league and talk about like all the the big storylines with like maybe the Mets and have Mets fans come on here and talk about like their playoff race and just cool shit. Because I mean, as Yankee fans, we do have the obligation to care all, like all about the Yankees, but you're you still you're still a baseball fan first and foremost, and every other situation. Does matter to us? Like maybe we'll we'll cover the Astros and how they've been doing because it will matter down the stretch when we play against these teams. And,
0: and it'll be fun because we've just had buddies coming up and saying, no, "Oh, let me on, let me talk about the Mets, let me talk about the Red Sox." And it'll be fun to have them on and just rip them apart while they're on here. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> just, it's just gonna be yeah. Fun. So we'll get a lot of more so insight around
1: them. the league. So keep an eye out for that definitely. But as usual. Rate, subscribe it Helps us out Make a lot more episodes it Feels good too <laughs> Definitely like Like seeing that The thumbs up And everything like that Yeah so make sure you subscribe And everything like that Follow us on social media If you don't already Tag your friends Show everybody These podcasts We're having a lot of fun Doing it We hope you guys like it too But yeah Let's go Yanks And uh, let's keep this train rolling
0: Let's go Yanks
1: How to save a life Where did I go